It's August 3rd, I'm Zoe George and this is The Podium, wrapping up all the overnight action from the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. It was a cracking day for the Black Jacks women's four, beating Fiji 17-6 to claim bronze this morning. A fantastic result for debutante 27-year-old Nicole Toomey, alongside teammates Selena Goddard, Taylor Bruce and Val Smith. It followed a nail-biting semi against India yesterday. I spoke to Nicole on Zoom. Congratulations on your bronze medal on your debut. How are you feeling? Thank you. Um, it's still like it's still sinking in, really. Like we had to um, go back out like an hour or so after that um, after that game to play another game of triples. So um, you know, still still having those messages come through of like um, support and stuff. But it's yeah, it I can't even describe the feeling. It's um, amazing. It's slowly sinking in. Slowly, very slowly. I think I think when I get together with the girls tonight and we can all sit down and um, just yeah, let it let it sink in. The semi final against India was an absolute nail biter. So what words of wisdom did Val impart to get you back into the right headspace for the for the bronze medal match? Oh, uh, really we just you know, we were so sorry. <laughs> Um, we were so close, um, so we just needed to, you know, keep doing what we're doing, but get our balls um, a little bit closer and, you know, stick in there kind of thing. Um, there were times where it got a bit tricky, but, you know, if we keep doing and play, play how we know we can, then we'll get through it. Beautiful. Um, Producer Jono, is there anything else that we should um, ask Nicole? I'd just like to know who we're celebrating in the background because that sounded awesome. Oh, that, so that was the Parrot England team who I believe have just won their, their final. So, yep. <laughs> they, um, they're just walking, walking through, having a good old time. So, yep, I think um, lots of positive vibes around here. In the pole vault, Imogen Eris also claimed bronze with a 4.45 metre vault after beating Olivia McTaggart on countback. Shock for gold medal hope Joelle King this morning, losing the squash singles semi-final to Holly Norton 1-3 and will now play for bronze. Just from the first point, I just didn't feel really settled in there and she capitalised, she's played really well, she's moving well, um, kind of just hung in the rallies and yeah, I just really disappointed with that to be honest. And Paul Cole won his semi 3-0 and will head into the gold medal match tomorrow. I can't even describe it, but it's, it's almost... Me taking me the other way too much, you know. I want it too badly, you know, and I've got to keep my mind on on one rally at a time. And that's, you know, what my old man's been telling me. And uh, it's so cool, man. We've been doing so well. The cycling's been incredible. The swimmers are dominated, you know. So just watching those athletes bring back medals and how proud the New Zealand team of it just makes me want it so badly. Yeah. Reporter Ian Anderson was there. Kilda Ian. Good afternoon. Good evening. Or good morning. Whatever time it may be. <laughs> So what happened with Joelle King? Yeah, that was a surprise. She did have a, a tough 
quarterfinal match and I asked her afterwards whether that had sort of had an impact in terms thinking maybe fitness but she said possibly more emotionally she really admitted that she struggled to get into the game today right from the first rally and if you were watching that game without knowing who was the world number five and the world number 20 you would have thought Holly, Wart- Holly Norton was the higher ranked player it just wasn't Joelle King's day. Mm, there were a few tears from Joelle following her match and also when Paul Cole won and they hugged after after his match. How did Paul Cole go? I mean, 3-0, that's emphatic. Yeah, he did admit that it weirdly fired him up a little bit. He's got huge respect for Joelle King. He's obviously played in Commonwealth Games teams with her before and described her as a fantastic leader for a decade or more who's done an awful lot for New Zealand squash. He looked very smart. He looked very sharp. He had all of his tricks and all of his fantastic physical ability uh, to get into tomorrow night's final. Do we know who he's going to play? That's in progress at the moment between Joel Macon of Wales and James Willstrop of England, who's the defending champ. So be a tough final. Mm, very tough. Um, and I understand you received a royal wave today. Yeah, Kate's my mate. I was uh, I got the royal wave, I think, directly at me personally. So <laughs> forgiveness was forthcoming on me being held up getting to the squash. I don't think she was at the squash. It might have been more jolly hockey sticks, possibly. Mm, she used to play hockey, I think. Um, yes, they're at the same venue, so... Mm, and I understand there was an interesting incident with New Zealand chef de Michon, Nigel Avery, today. It's all happening over in Birmingham, I tell you. It's great that we're here to capture this stuff. There was a stranger with his shirt open who approached Nigel, who is the New Zealand chef to mission, while doing a media opportunity down by the canals near the media centre this morning. Uh, Nigel was very quick to enforce social distancing. I think he was aware as this bloke came up to him that he had to be conscious of. He was giving a press conference on Anton Cooper pulling out of the New Zealand team with COVID. So had to keep a social distance but it was kind of funny to see Ashley Abbott who's the NZOC head of media quickly jumping in to act as the bodyguard doing so for a guy who is a former Commonwealth Games weightlifting champion. <laughs> that would have been quite the sight. <laughs> and, it's been another fun day. And where will you be tomorrow? I'm trying to see if I can get out to the mountain bike. Unfortunately, as we say, Anton Cooper's been ruled out of that testing positive with COVID but Sam Gaze is in it. He's the defending champ. And then there's so many options after that, hoping if I could make it back in time, maybe go and see David Leete throw some tin around the gym, see if he can win another weightlifting goal. Oh, yes, that will be definitely one to watch. Um, It's also been the first day for Kiwis in athletics, getting into their campaign after so much success already. Sprinter Zoe Hobbs says it's really inspiring for her to push for her best as she sped into the 100 metre semi-finals. Yeah, New Zealand's done so epic and it's so cool to see so many medals so far and the success of the rest of the team. So it is definitely um, inspiring me to go out there and do my best. And yeah, I'm so proud to be a 100 metre here competing for... First time in a long time. Shot put star Maddie Wishy with a similar sentiment. I hope to add to the medal tally. Everyone's doing amazing and it's really cool to watch everyone in the village and, and see them kind of prep for it all. So just happy to be part of it all. What does it do for you as an athlete to have the inspiration of those other medals? Or is it a little bit more pressure? Or what does it feel like to be starting now? Not necessarily a lot more pressure. You know, I, I came in this with a mindset of what I wanted to do and I don't think that affects how I perform or my mindset, but it's definitely cool to see that and be around that atmosphere. And Connor Bell qualified for the men's discus final. Reporter Rob Van Royen was there. Hi, Rob. Hi there. So a pretty good day. First day showing at Athletics. Tell us more. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a rather dour day actually here in Birmingham, but uh, not that that stopped Maddie Wishy uh, donning the, the sunnies as she did it here in Tokyo last year. They're a good luck charm, so she had them on, and casual as you like. Uh, one put, 18.08 metres, that's clear of the 18 metre mark for automatic qualifications. She was one and done. Um, and Zoe Hobbs as well, you know, pretty emphatic, 0.01 second of, uh, off her Oceania record set at the uh, World Champs in Oregon just last month. So a good start for them both. Um, ahead of the, our first medal chance uh, coming up a bit later, uh, it's, um, the women's pole vault, Olivia McTaggart, is uh, a, a chance for a medal there for New Zealand. When will we see Zoe, Maddie and Connor in their finals? So, uh, well, Zoe's going to have her semi-final tomorrow and then uh, all going well, there'll be the final a little later, which will be about 10 o'clock local time here in Birmingham. Um, Maddie's also got her final tomorrow evening here. Uh, As for Connor and his discus, that's Friday morning New Zealand time. And I understand there's been more transport woes for you, Rob. Oh, look, it's, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. It's, it's, it's a curse, isn't there? Um, <laughs> look, it started with uh, um, having to take a detour on the way back to the train station uh, in London last night as I made a late trip dash back to Birmingham due to uh, train strikes today, so I couldn't afford to risk staying the night in London. Um, so yeah, But anyway, there was a, a crash. A, a bloke had been knocked off his bike uh, in London, so the Uber driver had to take a detour and then the train we um, had to stop at a station and wait for the police to come along and drag an unruly passenger off one of the coaches fortunately uh, not on the the same coach as myself but uh, yeah that was just another delay I think I got back to London uh, sorry Birmingham about 1.30 so oh goodness I hope you managed to have a bit of a sleep in this morning yeah, my best sleep of the trip, no doubt about it. Still awake at 8 o'clock, so, um, and, and, and basically straight into it again, but uh, definitely the best sleep I've had. And where will you be tomorrow? Uh, track and field, yeah, I'll be here at Alexander Stadium. Uh, I think it's meant to be a bit warmer tomorrow. It's a rather breezy day here today, uh, which, but yeah, I think it's meant to be a little warmer tomorrow, so yeah, definitely track and field, all go. Thanks so much. Here's what else made headlines overnight in three-on-three basketball. Heartbreak for New Zealand women finishing fourth after losing the bronze medal match 13-15 to Australia. But regardless of the result, it was wonderful to see our team do so well in the sport's first outing at the Commonwealth Games. The Black Sticks lost 1-0 to Australia. And gymnast Sam Dick finished fifth in the men's vaults final. Hey, producer Jono. Morena, Zoe. What's this about two Commonwealth Games beach volleyball vol- volunteers going viral on social media? Yeah, well, Ian Anderson may have brought away from the Duchess of Cambridge to the party today, but I'm bringing an actual queen in the form of Freddie Mercury. So this basically relates to, at the beach volleyball, in between games, they have volunteers go on to rake the sand to make sure it's nice and flat so that when the athletes go out there, it's not full of dips and holes and nobody rolls an ankle. And... Today, a couple of the volunteers uh, were in the middle of raking when Queen's epic banger, I Want to Break Free, came on over the loudspeaker, and they busted out what is one of the most coordinated and creative dance routines I have seen in some time. I mean, 
This is a star performance well away from the sports. It included pole dancing around rakes and some very Im- impressive splits as well. So uh, these guys were really bringing their A game. The crowd was loving it, cheering, getting up and dancing in the stands. Everyone was having a great time. People on Twitter, not so much. Somebody actually commented that there's always one person in the team who doesn't pull their weight. I hope their pay was docked. <laughs> Turns out, though... They were actually there as pro dancers. They weren't part of the raking crew at all. They were actually professional dancers hired to entertain in between the games. And they just dressed up as the the raking volunteers to add a bit of mystery to where they came from. So they will be getting paid for their performance, even though they did (laughs) no raking. (laughs) I was going to say, we could learn their dance for TikTok, but splits, oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't need a broken hip. Nobody nobody needs to deal with that kind of admin. Imagine the health and safety paperwork we'd have to do. It would be absolutely out of control. People and culture team would not be living their best lives. <laughs> Very true. And that's it for the podium from day five of the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. On behalf of Rob Van Royen and Ian Anderson in Birmingham, producer Jono Williams and audio engineer Sam Scannell, I'm Zoe George. Join us tomorrow for squash, athletics, judo, bowls, weightlifting, swimming, beach volleyball, athletics, cycling and boxing. Remember, you can find all the latest games action online at stuff.co.nz. And if you liked this podcast, check out more fabulous stuff podcasts at stuff .co.nz forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Namihi, go well. If you don't have time to read the in-depth stories or you just prefer to listen instead, The Long Read From Stuff is the podcast for you. Each week we showcase one of our excellent pieces of journalism, telling important or entertaining stories from the world of crime, sport, history, culture and more. You also get to hear from the journalists themselves about how they uncovered the story and how it came to life. So for your weekly dose of long-form journalism, beautifully read, subscribe to The Long Read From Stuff wherever you get your podcasts.